you're not lazy. You're running a side business while you work your nine to five and probably have a family and you know 10 million other things that you're working on. And so if you're struggling to hold the space for yourself to have grace, I want you, listener, to know you are not lazy. You are not a failure. You are doing so much and you're doing it well. So give yourself that grace because it's going to be all right. Hey there, and welcome to the Corporate Side Hustler Podcast. And I am your host, Elisa Rigoli, HR manager by day, Instagram manager by night, a wife and a mom of two beautiful girls. Now in 2014, I walked away from the dream job. I worked nine plus years to get to. And here's the deal. I said no to this opportunity because I knew in my gut, I no longer wanted to climb the corporate ladder, but I wasn't ready to leave the corporate world. So I created this podcast channel to support you busy women, to maximize your time while juggling all the things. Each week, my guests and I are sharing how you can attract, nurture, and connect with your ideal audience with intentionality without spending countless hours online. We get the struggle of the juggle, and we want to remind you that you can build and run a profitable side business while working your demanding day job. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Kayla, and welcome to the show. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? I am doing great. I am so excited that we are spending some time today because by the time my audience will, my listeners will hear this, your website will officially have been launched. How exciting is that? (laughs) I know. I'm jumping up and down in my seat quietly. (laughs) Uh, I love it. I love it. Well, before we started, I actually shared a little bit about who you are, but I would love for you just to share a little bit about who you are, what you're doing, and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually kind of in awe that we're still in the midst of all this COVID because I started my business in the beginning of COVID and now we're here. But I just want to say I've loved your content and just want to encourage you and all your audience to go find a coach for whatever you need. I wouldn't be where I am without the support of other people. And that's something that I wish I'd realized and latched onto sooner. But other than that, I mean, a fun thing about me is I'd be drinking espresso if it didn't mess with the recording sound. So <laughs> that's who I am on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> lots of coffee, lots of espresso. I, I am a coffee person myself. And towards the end of the day, it's definitely just like special shots just to get me going. So I yeah. can appreciate that fun fact about you. And congratulations because the start your business early of last year and to still be in it with all the craziness. It's a true testament to what you said about you being resilient and making sure that you still showed up, but also leaping into, all right, I got to invest in myself to be accountable, invest in myself to make sure I'm getting additional resources to kind of navigate you through being a Mm -hmm. successful entrepreneur. So kudos to you, my friend. Thanks. You've been right with me all the way. (laughs) Well, I, I'm like I'm looking forward to this. The five steps to creating that morning routine that's gonna serve us as we're juggling that day job and our side hustle. And I know that you have some really great steps to help us do that. So I'll turn it over to you to kick us off with step number one. Yeah, absolutely. So these are sort of in order and sort of not, but the first one is the most closest to my heart. I remember when I started, I would look at other business owners and think, wow, she's doing this or wow, she's doing that. So the first tip that I have is determine for yourself whether you're going to work on your business in the morning or in the evening. And obviously, a little bit of flexibility is okay. But the reason I recommend this is you just want to deal with that decision and then cut out 
all of the guilt when you see somebody else doing it in the morning or staying up late doing it. I have done both and you got to do whatever is best for your season of life. So if there's a big project in your nine to five and you're working with overseas people and you have to be up early, maybe you don't work on your nine to five or your side hustle in the morning, maybe you move it to the evening. But again, the main thing behind this is practically organize your time, but spiritually, mentally, emotionally, cut out the opportunity for guilt by comparing yourself to other people. Don't fall into that trap. Determine it for yourself and then just enjoy it. Whenever you get to work on it, the attitude around that. So that's the first tip is determine whether whether you'll work on your business in the morning or in the evening, you know, before or after that side hustle or that nine to five. I'm I'm really appreciative that you're kicking it off with this one because it this took me a while to figure that out. It took me a while to determine what what that routine was going to look like. And I remember I felt like, and maybe it's because in the corporate world, busy feels good and busy feels like you're doing something that I was like, oh, if I do a little bit in the morning, a little bit in the afternoon, a little bit in the evening, and then I was doing on the weekends. But to your point, the second that I... I'm a morning person. The second that I shifted to, okay, how do I wake up maybe an hour and a half or an hour before everyone else is up to use that as my dedicated time? That's when everything shifted in such a positive way for me where I was like, I just felt like the day would be great. So no matter if the rest of my day didn't go according to plan, I had that one hour to myself and my biz made me feel good for the day and the week. Yeah, I can totally relate. I remember trying to stuff it into random corners of the day or stay up late and that didn't work for me. But I definitely think it's a personal thing from person to person. And I wish I would have realized it sooner. But like you said, once you realize it, you get in the groove of what works for you. It's so life-giving and so encouraging to just kind of be in that routine for yourself. A hundred percent. All right. Tell us about step number two. Yeah. So step number two, I'm huge on motivation. I wouldn't actually describe myself as super self-motivated. I'm maybe middle of the road there. So I do a lot of self-tricking. One of my favorite books is The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And I think all of habit and routine is really tricking your mind. But this one is define what motivates you to thrive in your work and then make that a part of your morning. So your morning routine should jumpstart who you are in both your nine to five and your side hustle. So all of the hats that you wear, I think it's really important for your morning to kick that off, to trick your brain into, I'm going to be the best corporate employee that I'm going to be today. I'm going to be the best side business owner that I'm going to be. So I want to give an example here. So for me, my coffee time and my Jesus time, they build me up personally. That's who I am and who I always want to be. Business-wise, both for my nine to five and for my side hustle, I do a lot of mindset journaling and looking over tasks for the day. And I guess partially for my nine to five, I do a, like a calendar download where I block off like hours of work. And I don't necessarily use the calendar method for my side hustle because I do that in the mornings and evenings. But just things like that is I know that those motivate me and jumpstart me for my day. And I've chosen a couple things that kind of hit both areas of my life rather than just focusing on one. So that's my tip too, is to find what motivates you to thrive in your work, both your nine to five and your side hustle. I'm glad that you shared examples because the second you did, I was like, oh, I have two now. And I thought similar to what you said, which is for me, before I even do anything business related, in the morning, I do my journal and coffee time. That's my time to be with myself. That's my time to be with my thoughts. It's it's how I am like almost gifting myself at that time, putting me first, if you will. And then I was curious your thoughts on this. I know 
with me shifting from being a mom, from a wife to the day job to my side business, sometimes I do like a little dance sesh before a client call. And I do it almost to like reset, right? Because I don't want to be just like transactional from from thing to thing. So curious, is is that another way of really defining what motivates you to jump into something? Yeah, for sure. I uh, do the same thing with music. I am I don't, I'm not good at the dance moves. I did my first dance workout the other day and it was a good thing I was alone in my room because <laughs> I was embarrassed of myself. But, I'm sure you were fine. <laughs> <laughs> lots of music and I actually have like different styles of music for like my morning time. I do white noise like thunderstorms. But for my day job, I can actually do like words, songs with music. And right now I'm listening through the Spotify playlist from my favorite TV show, which is Cha. So that's the kind of thing that is definitely a motivator, but also like you were mentioning, kind of a task switcher to get yourself in the right mindset of whatever you're tackling next. I like it. I like it. All right. What's step number three? Step number three is another personal favorite. And this made it all the difference in my world. So we're busy, right? We have so much going on. And some days our mornings don't go the way we want them to. So step number three is choose your cornerstone. And I'm defining cornerstone as the one thing that come hell or water high, you are going to prioritize and protect and make sacred. You get to define that. It can be something for your business. It can be something for you personally. Personally, I recommend the personal thing that makes you feel like you. But again, this is that thing that you take with you on vacations. You take with you wherever you go. You always make sure that that, that enough time for this cornerstone is protected because that is going to set the tone for the rest of your day. And again, very personal. My cornerstone is my quiet time journaling with my Bible. Even if I can only read one psalm or five minutes of something in journal, like that is what I've decided that regardless of whatever else happens in my day or my morning, I get to that. And that makes me feel like I have the capability to get through the rest of the day. But yeah, choose your cornerstone, whatever that is to you and protect it and prioritize it. The thing that stood out for me in this step is doing something that you're able to bring anywhere. So vacation, work trips, or things of that nature. And I, it made me think, and I'm glad you're like, oh, it's still my journal time because it is it is for me too. And what I do to be even more intentional is I buy a specific... Not, I should say specific. I like I buy a fun journal for that vacation. Why? Because then it makes me feel like, okay, even though I'm in a different setting, this is something I'm gifting to myself to remind myself that it's still it's still a great way to kick off the day, even though I'm in vacation. So it doesn't feel like a task. It's something like I can't wait to write in this pretty new journal. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I do the same thing. And I'm definitely guilty of having six new journals on my shelf yeah, and yeah. still going out and buying a new one because <laughs> it has to be new, new, right? Yeah. Jay's like, do you know there's still several pages that haven't been touched? I'm like, you worry about your own self because exactly. I'm good over here. Yeah. This is mine. This is yeah. my cornerstone. <laughs> Don't you touch it. Exactly. All right. Tell us about, tell us about step number four. Step number four is similar to step number three, but it's just an emphasis on setting up the time for your morning routine and protecting it. Kind of like you were talking about, Lisa, where you realized, okay, maybe this requires getting up a couple hours earlier, but I need to do this. And the main point here that I had to realize is nobody else is going to protect this for you. Whether you have kids or a husband or a dog or a day job, nobody else is going to care about that time for your morning routine. So you have to be the one to set up the boundaries to define, I am waking up now and I am doing this for this amount of time. 
So obviously, you know, do the math on how much time you need to do what you would like, backwards workout to when you have to wake up. The other thing that I would sort of add as a another bullet under this is figure out what distracts you from that morning routine and literally throw it. I have done this before. I've been sitting in my morning routine chair. I have a specific chair for my morning routine. It's very small, like me. I'm 5'2". I love it. I love it. My husband is 6'6". I'm a very, very, very small person. So I have a teeny tiny little chair. It's probably a child's chair, to be honest. I have thrown my phone across the room onto another chair, padded, because it was distracting me and I was wasting my time and I was essentially stealing from myself. So step four, set up the time and protect it because you are the only one who can do that for yourself. It is your responsibility. What first, you know, it's so crazy because in the online space, like, you know, you feel like you start to know people and as as if they're, you know, your friends and family, like you get so close to them. That's how I feel about you. And I never pictured 5'2". I know that might sound weird and such a tangent, but when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, she is so tiny. Like, yeah. So I had this, that was one random moment. And then the other thing that I wanted to uh, ask you is because I think this might be the step that will challenge some individuals. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is sometimes we feel like there has to be this all in, like mm-hmm. I have to set this time. And if I don't make this time, then I messed up. It's almost like that diet mentality of, well, if I ate the cookie on day three, then the diet's done. Right. What advice do you have for someone that misses that time, even though they were consistent the last few days. Oh yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm still here. I, I sit in that chair and fall asleep sometimes. Kind of gets into my fifth point. My fifth is give yourself the freedom and grace to change. My idea with this is as the seasons of your life change, your routines might need to change. But I would encourage you to apply this principle to your week as well. If there is a day when your kid was up for all hours of the night and you can't get up for your morning routine, Take a moment whenever you do get up, find a free block in sometime another time in the day and try to honor it. Again, this is where having that cornerstone pulls in. So one, you know, give yourself the grace to move it to a different time. Two, make sure you have that cornerstone so that you already know the most important thing. You don't have to think of, oh, well, of all these things I want to do, maybe what should I do? Like it's right there. You're like, okay, right there, cornerstone. I have a husband with a sleep disorder. And so I often don't get to sleep all the way through the night. And this was really difficult for me when I started my business. I was like, I got to get up. I got to do this. I got to make this time. And then I wouldn't sleep or I would have unbroken sleep and I would sleep through my alarm and I would just get so frustrated with myself. But grace is the answer here. Grace and freedom to change both within a day, within a week, within a season of life. As you're adjusting, ask why something didn't work and adjust rather than just calling something a failure, kind of like you were talking about with the diet example. Ask why it didn't work. And if it was something outside of your control, say, I'm going to try again later or I'm going to try again tomorrow. And if it was something within your control, make a change, tweak it, test again tomorrow. I'm actually an engineer. I didn't know if you knew that. I was. I did uh, not. Went to school. Yeah, I went to school for engineering, and until about two years ago, I was an engineer. So I worked a lot in quality assurance. And the guiding principle of quality assurance is: analyze, adjust, analyze, adjust, analyze, adjust. And so you're always changing, but you can't do that without having grace with yourself. You can't have that without flexibility and freedom to let yourself off the hook and try again. So you know, hearing like 
the situation you had with your husband and with his sleep disorder and how like you were like, I need my sleep. I can relate to that from the perspective of I had the two girls. And right now yeah. my youngest doesn't sleep at night. She wakes up at one, she wakes up at 3.30. And I was finding myself at three, when she literally turned three months, I'm like, oh my goodness, just go to sleep because mommy needs sleep. I have to wake up at four. And when you're waking up at 3.30, you're throwing my whole routine off. But what I love how you shared it, it's just truly just having grace of, okay, well today mm-hmm. I didn't get to wake up at that time. I'll, st- I'll try again tomorrow. And I, I think it's something that we overthink what needs to be the solution. It's just mm-hmm. the mindset shift of, hey, it didn't work out today. It's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. Let's see how we can make it happen then as opposed yeah. to throwing in the towel. Exactly. Yeah. And I just encourage you. I think we're really hard on ourselves. We're like, oh, I'm lazy. I'm not doing this. You're not lazy. You're running a side business while you work your nine to five and probably have a family and you know 10 million other things that you're working on. And so if you're struggling to hold the space for yourself to have grace, I want you, listener, to know you are not lazy. You are not a failure. You are doing so much and you're doing it well. So give yourself that grace because it's going to feel right. It really is. Agreed. I like that a lot. Okay. So let's recap. So for those of my listeners that have their paper and pen out, the five steps include step one, determining when you'll work on your biz. So whether it's the morning or in the evening, step Mm -hmm. two, define what motivates you to thrive in your work and choose activities based on that. So we talked a little bit about our journal time. We talked a little bit about dance sessions. And then we talked about for step number three, choosing your cornerstone, the thing that makes you feel like you. And for us, it was our journal and even occasionally buying a new journal when we're going on vacation. Four, step four is to set up time for your morning routine or evening routine and protect it. And then step five, if all else fails and you feel like you weren't able to set up that time or meet that time consistently, give yourself that freedom and grace to change it or be okay with just starting fresh the next day. Love it. Love it. Okay. This is such good information. And I know that my listeners really, really appreciated how you broke this down. And I would, I'm curious, is there anything that they should be on the lookout in your world? Yeah. So as of this recording today, I am launching my website. So that is, it's actually pretty easy to remember, www.couragedeer, the word courage, the word deer.com. And so it's lots of freebies, lots of resources. But the one I wanted you to know about because this can apply regardless of whether or not you are in your side hustle, but it's 10 ideas to spice up your morning routine. It actually has way more than 10 ideas. It's more like 10 categories and then a bunch of ideas within each category. I had a lot of fun building it because sometimes you just want to freshen it up and you don't know where to start. 100%. Um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. that's there. And then my one-on-one coaching offer is available. I've got three more spots left for Q1 of... 2021. I have been saying 2020 instead of 2021. It is 2021. Thank the Lord. <laughs> I have a couple more <laughs> spots open and that's, you can also find that on my website on the services page. And all of the links that Kayla mentioned will be in the show notes. You guys know the drill and we appreciate all that information. And we're going to end on a, would you rather? So Kayla, we are all curious. Would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great, great grandchildren? This is a really tough one, but I think I'm going to have to choose past. I'm a huge history nerd, not to the point where I over-research, but I over-read historical fiction because I like the history, but I want it to be exciting. So I would really love to go back. My mom's side of the family is from Norway and then my dad's part of side of the family is from the Germany area. I just think it would be very interesting to go back and to see that and experience kind of things that I have no no real concept of uh, because our world is so technologically different. Yeah. 
Good answer and good reasoning behind it. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Well, Kayla, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. And it's been a pleasure for my listeners to be able to hear from you. Uh, So thank you for this. And thanks for all the knowledge. Thank you, Lisa. This has been great. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, here's what I want you to do. Take a quick screenshot of you listening to the Corporate Side Hustler podcast and upload the image to your Instagram stories and tag me in it at the Corporate Side Hustler. I would love to hear from you and connect with you on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you the same time next week. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye for now.